there, single lady. This is going to be a fun episode, as they all are, because I just love doing them for you, and it's such an honor for me to be here with you and to serve you. But have you ever started to feel pressure? Like you go out with a guy maybe once, maybe twice, three times, and you're starting to think, okay, I've got to know exactly where this is going and how I feel. In this episode, I'm going to help you with that because I'm going to look at what you should know by the end of the third date, whether it's virtual or in person. But before we talk about what we should know by the end of the third date, I'm going to share about what you don't need to concern yourself with on dates one or two and sometimes even three. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Dating can be really hard, right? Especially when you feel that pressure, like I've got to know exactly how I feel about this guy. So let's start out by talking about what you don't need to worry about by the end of the third date, and then I will move on toward the end of the episode with the things that you should concern yourself with by the end of the third date. So again, when I'm talking about the third date, this could be either virtual, where you're doing some sort of video chat, or an in-person third date. So here's what you don't need to worry about. You don't need to know if he's the one. You don't need to know if you want to be with him forever. You don't need to know if you're in love with him or if you love him. You don't need to know if you think he's the most attractive man alive. You don't need to know if you could imagine moving to where he lives or him moving where you live. All of those questions need to be answered later further down the line because relationships are built over time and those are next level relationship concerns and questions. So let's put this all in perspective about what you should and shouldn't know. So let's say that on average, the average date lasts four hours. So now think about the character qualities and the things that you're looking for in a man to be your mister. And when I say character qualities, these are things that you would see in a man that he would demonstrate, not just things that he would say about himself. So let's say you're looking to marry a man who's reliable. And let's say you've gone out with him three times and you have spent a total of 12 hours with him. So my question for you is, is it possible to see that a man is reliable through his behavior during a 12-hour period, even with those hours that are in between dates? So you might be getting an idea about his reliability, maybe from the things that he said and maybe from some things that you've seen him do but you certainly won't know for sure if he's reliable enough to exclusively date if you think of exclusive dating as a next level thing that's moving toward marriage. You might get an idea, but you're not going to know for sure. Let's say that you're looking for a man who really likes you for you. So imagine that you spend those 12 hours with him on those three dates. What does he know about you? Let's imagine that he knows that you like to paddleboard, that you're a teacher, that you're creative, that your family's important to you, and some other things. Now think about what he doesn't know about you by the end of the third date or by the end of those 12 hours. And then think about what he needs to know about you before you would ever commit to exclusive dating or to even getting engaged or getting married to him because you really want to know that he likes you for you. So think about all the things that a man knows about you by experience. 
He probably doesn't know a lot. He doesn't know the things that hurt you most, probably. He probably doesn't know what happens when you get angry. Do you yell? Do you cry? Do you shut down? You don't know the same about him. Do you know if he has a good relationship with his mom? Have you seen his work habits? Has he seen yours? Do you know from experience what his financial habits are and yours his? There is a lot that he does not know about you by the end of that third date, and there's a lot that you don't know about him. So when we think about it this way, does this help you sort of take the pressure off thinking, I've got to know what I think about him. I've got to know how I feel about him, right? This just puts too much pressure. We need to think about relationships in the context of being built over a period of time and take a little bit longer to get to that exclusive dating stage. There are some women who just want to know right away if a guy is right for them. And if I have a woman come to me and she says that she met a guy, that she's gone out with him once, and that she just knows he's the one, or maybe she's gone out with him twice, I just want to ask her to slow down because there's so much about a man that she can't know in that time period, and there's so much about her that he can't know. So I hope this has helped you just to sort of take the pressure off yourself. Before I get to what you do need to know by the end of the third date, I want to tell you about a third date rule that I consider to be very bad. It's floating around the internet. The third date rule is a dating rule which dictates, and this is what I read online, that both parties withhold sex until at least the third date, at which point a couple can have sex. This is what it says, quote, without worrying about being abandoned. Oh my goodness. This is where I want to sorry, respectfully insert an eye roll because this is a bunch of baloney. Because again, let's imagine that the average date lasts four hours. So that means that if you sleep with a man on the third date, you have spent an equivalent of 12 hours with him, 12 hours. And what doesn't he know about you? When we think about this, we realize a lot of people stop seeing each other after the third date, and it should take a lot more than that for a man to have the privilege of taking you to bed. Some people in higher level positions or positions at jobs that require a lot of interviews, they spend more time than that vying for a job. To say that a third date is enough time to get to know a man because he won't abandon you after you have slept with him is really not a good perspective and it is unwise. And I'm saying this because I feel protective of you. When you wait and even wait until he puts a ring on it, you also know that he loves you for you and that he wants to protect you. How do I know this is possible? From a very personal and happy experience in marrying my husband. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, I just don't buy that. I don't go for that. It's totally okay. We can still be friends. And I think you can get a lot out of the other podcast episodes and the rest of this episode as well. So there's no judgment from me, but I just want to give you some food for thought because I really do care about you and I really do want you to find that trustworthy, marriage-minded man who adores you. And one of the ways that you can do that is through your boundaries. And I think that having boundaries for a longer period than 12 hours certainly will let you know where a man stands with you and where you stand with him. 
So you may have heard me talk about the five dating and relationship stages. These stages are acquaintance, friendship, exclusive dating, engagement, and marriage. So these stages give context for what you need to know by the end of the third date. Because if on the first date, you want to know if he plans on moving to your town or not, or if he could see himself moving to where you live, that question is being asked at the wrong place in the relationship. When we think about these stages, when you're first getting to know a guy, you're just an acquaintance. Even on the first, second, and third date, you're still an acquaintance. And maybe even on the third date, you're starting to move into a friendship with a guy. So keeping these stages in mind can help you take the pressure off again. If you want to learn more about these stages and how they can help you find a trustworthy marriage-minded man, check out episode 72, How to Avoid Going Nowhere, Relationships, and Unproductive Dating Patterns. So again, I just want you to know that you can take your time. Now you might be thinking, well, Shanna... I want to know if he's the one for me by the end of the third date right away because I don't want to go through the yuck of dating. I just want to know. So if a woman tells me that she wants to know right away after the first date, she just wants to see a guy and know second date, third date, she wants to know if a man is right for her because she doesn't want to lead a man on, I want to ask her why. I want to ask her what is she trying to avoid or what is she trying to make happen? Sometimes women are uncomfortable with the discomfort of not knowing if they're interested in a man because they're afraid if they go out with him multiple times and they're not really sure if he's the one, they're afraid that they're leading him on. But in reality, he probably doesn't know that about her right? So relationships are built over time. If you'd like to know how to let a man know that you're not interested, you can check out episode six in season one. It's how to tell a man that you're not interested without feeling awkward or guilty. If you want to rush into a relationship and just know, like quickly know that a man is right for you because you want to avoid the discomfort of telling him that you're not interested, you're missing out on a really amazing opportunity to grow in confidence and communication skills. Because lots of times women don't want to get too far down the road with a guy on a second or third date because they don't want to have to tell him they're not interested, like I mentioned. And really that's because they're uncomfortable with that uncomfortable comfortable conversation. But if they would just stretch themselves a little bit to move past that discomfort, it can help them improve their communication skills and their confidence in communicating with men. Some women, they don't want to worry about what's after the first date because they want to avoid the discomfort or the insecurity that comes with dating and the in-between from, hey, I just met you and I like you to we're exclusive, right? They don't want to take the time to get to know a guy, to move through the acquaintance and friendship to the exclusive dating stage. They don't want to do that because it touches on their feelings of anxiety. But again, if you rush because because of this and you let insecurity or anxiety or the need to become exclusive real quickly cause you to rush, it could cause you to miss some important things about a man that you will regret not knowing later. So to learn more about how to not rush into relationships, check out episode 60 in season one, how to stop rushing into relationship. So I just want to wrap it up here before I give you the things that you should know by the end of the third date. 
And again, just let you know, please don't put pressure on yourself. If you need to know exactly how you feel or you think you need to know exactly how you feel or what you think about a man on the first, second, or third date or beyond, you're creating unnecessary pressure for yourself. And you don't need to do that. You have my permission to slow down and take the pressure off yourself. So you might be thinking, okay, Shanna, just get to the point. What is it exactly that I need to know by the end of the third date? So here's what you need to know in order to get clarity in your dating life and not waste time so that you can be intentional right? And not cut guys off too soon, but be intentional, which will improve your opportunities to find a trustworthy marriage minded man. The first thing you need to know is you need to know that a man shares your core convictions and deal breakers. So let's say, for example, that you're looking for a man who shares your particular faith, for example. By the end of the third date, you want to know that he shares that core conviction. And you might even see if you can find out if he shares that core conviction earlier than the third date, but maybe on the first or second date. So some women say, how do I find this out without coming across as just being rude or being abrupt or kind of an awkward conversation thing? How do I do it? It can feel awkward, but it can be really easy to find out. You can mention something that's related to your faith within the context of the conversation. Because when people go out with each other, one person's like, well, what do you do for a living? And, you know, what do you like to do in your spare time? All this kind of stuff. So what you can do is look for a segue, which you can express this core conviction that's important to you. For example, if a guy says, well, what do you like to do in your spare time? You can say, well, on the weekends, I like to go to church and I attend a fellowship afterwards. And I really am looking forward to a summer sermon series that my pastor is going to do. So a man who's on the same page with you and shares that core conviction about faith, he will respond to this. People do this all the time on social media. You see somebody post, I love cookies and ice cream. It's the best. What happens? Everyone who is also passionate about cookies and ice cream is going to respond. If someone doesn't have an affinity for cookies and ice cream, they're either going to respond negatively and they're going to say, no way, I like chips and salsa better, or they won't respond at all. So just putting that out there within the context of conversation about your core conviction or about a deal breaker is going to help you understand where a man is. You can also ask open-ended questions within the context of other questions. For example, if you're looking for a man who wants to have kids, it might be a little bit much on the third date to ask, so are you interested in having children? Given that you're not serious yet, right? Just blatantly saying that. However, you can bring up the topic within the context of conversation if it feels awkward, right? Now, some people just meet and they hit it off and it works out great. And you feel like you can bring up these deal breakers and core convictions. But you just need to be careful and sensitive about how the conversation is flowing. So if you want to bring it up within the context of conversation, you can say, what are you looking forward to in the future? And you can say, I'm really looking forward to having a family with the right man. What are you looking forward to? Again, it's like the ice cream post. He's going to respond negatively or positively, right? You can find out his core convictions by asking open-ended questions, listening, and even telling stories about yourself. So the first thing you need to know by the end of the third day is does this man meet my deal breakers and my core convictions, the things that I know for sure that I want in someone 
that I wouldn't even consider dating a man who didn't have these things. I tell women to only choose three to five of these, right? To give them room to meet somebody that they're compatible with, but also to let love surprise them. Because if you get a group of 50 couples together, they will say that there were some things about the other person that surprised them. I just coached a woman this week who's getting really serious with a guy, and she said it just really surprised her because he's not the type of person that she thought she would be with. She thought she was going to be with someone who is a little bit more introverted. But if she had said, I'm only going to date someone who is introverted, I'm only going to date someone who's quiet, she would have ruled him out before ruling him in. So decide what your deal breakers are, what your core convictions are, choose three to five of those and stick with those and then that's it. So the next thing that you should know by the end of the third date is, do I just enjoy being with this person? Do I like talking with him? And do I feel physically and emotionally safe? So these are actually questions you can ask yourself on date one. Do I feel physically and emotionally safe? And did we have a decent conversation? But sometimes because people are nervous on the first date and conversation can be uncomfortable, it can be kind of difficult. So I tell women, if they felt physically and emotionally safe and they had a decent conversation, go out a second time. Next, by the end of the third date, you can ask yourself, do I feel like I can be myself with this person? If the answer is no, is it because there is some sort of red flag with the guy or a vibe that he's giving off that's making you feel unsafe? Again, you go back to the question, do I feel physically and emotionally safe? If the answer is no, that could definitely make you shut down and make you feel like you cannot be yourself. And you want to ask yourself, is this a legitimate red flag or am I projecting onto him something from my past? If you feel like you can't be yourself and it's not because of the guy, you want to find out why. When I coach women one-on-one, I give them permission to be themselves because if you aren't yourself, you cannot be loved for yourself. If you can't be yourself, you can't be accepted for yourself. I always tell women what's going to happen is as you are yourself, there's going to be some guys who just won't like you for you, but then someone will come along who likes you for you and it will be easy. If you feel like you can't be yourself and you know it's not because of the men that you are going out with, you might ask yourself what's behind that. If you can relate to this, but you're not sure how to get to the bottom of it, I would love to be able to talk with you and to see if coaching could be a good fit for you and to help you overcome any dating anxiety that you might have. To get a free 30-minute one-on-one session with me, just visit singleover30.net. Again, that's singleover30.net and click on the coaching link at the top of the homepage and you will be taken to a form that you can fill out so that we can have a 30-minute breakthrough session and I will help you get to the bottom of your anxiety or why you do not feel comfortable on dates. All right, I hope this has been helpful. Sorry, it took me a little bit to get to the thing that you need to know by the end of the third date, but I also wanted to let you know what you don't need to know by the end of the third date or the first date or the second date. Remember, take the pressure off yourself. You deserve it. Relationships develop over time and in stages, and you do not need to know everything about how you feel about a man or what you think about him immediately or early on in the relationship. All right, I hope this has been helpful. And as I always say at the end of every episode. Remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. 
Baby. 